Please be advised the following episode contains adult content and language. This is Love and Gravity, a collection of six original stories from the gay and queer Latinx and Afro-Latinx community. Stories of love, heartbreak, intimacy, and family. The places we can find each other and the places we can find ourselves. Love and Gravity is presented by Vive Healthcare and produced by Harley and Company. This is Essay, written by John Paul Bramer. This problem I got started on the best day of my life. I, I mean, I think it's a problem. I guess I haven't figured out how I'm supposed to think about it. Huey High is a rough place. We call it the barrio because it's mostly Mexican kids. Not everybody, but most of us. We got a lot of problems. For one thing, there aren't enough desks. There aren't enough textbooks either. There's just really not enough anything. But we've got this cool English teacher, Mr. Lopez. He enters us into these essay contests, and sometimes you win. I never have. Well, until the best day of my life. See, I want to be a writer when I get older. I try really hard every time Mr. Lopez gives us a contest. Usually, some kid from another school wins. But then that day, I heard it on the announcements. you, I was shook. Everyone in the room was looking at me, and then they started clapping. I was afraid I was going to start crying, but I didn't. I just sat there, freaking out on the inside, thinking, I, I, got, gotta, I gotta call my mama. That's all for today's announcement, and hey, Julian, bring us something back from Boston. I was thinking about writing my first plane thinking about getting money for college, all because of something I wrote, because of something I did. I was so happy. I just couldn't wait to get home. Yo, Essie, way to go. I didn't even know you could read, bro. <laughs> Thanks, Joey. I think about taking you with me. Bro, the hell am I gonna do in Boston? Not college, I can tell you that right now. <laughs> essay guy wins one essay contest. Now he's too good for the rest of us, Beaners. Chewie, be nice. This is a big day for Julian. Thank you, Irma. Why can't you be nice like her, huh? Man, Julian knows I'm messing with her. I'm proud of you, bro. Being a big fat nerd finally paid off. You got a funny way of being nice, Chewie. Hey, I'm a funny guy. You excited to tell your mom, Julian? She'll be so proud. Of course I was excited to tell my mom. Yeah, she's gonna flip. What? When Irma said that, 
It reminded me of someone else I wanted to tell. Abuelo. The thing was, I just couldn't. The essay prompt was to write about a time in our lives where we were brave. I wrote about coming out as gay to my classmates at school. I was scared because I had a lot of buddies like Chewy. Guys who were all about being tough, being a real dude, if you know what I mean. I think it was the scariest thing I've ever done. I thought I was gonna lose everybody. Hey, move over, big guy. Well, except Irma. <laughs> she was the first person I told, and she gave me the courage to tell Chewy, and then tell everybody else. I couldn't believe it. They were actually cool with it. If anything, we are tighter now than we were before. I didn't even know you were allowed to be gay and Chicano. But my friends were like, of course you're allowed, pendejo. And yo, if anyone gives you trouble about it, you let us know and we'll take care of it. I never stopped being essay with my friends. It meant more than they know. My mom was cool with it too. I wasn't sure at first because she's mad Catholic. <laughs> like, has a calendar with pictures of the Pope in it. <laughs> I didn't even know there were enough pictures of the Pope to make a whole calendar with. <laughs> but there definitely are. <laughs> I've seen it. Angie. Angie, mijita. Could you please relax? <laughs> Anyways, she was like, you got anything else to say? No? All right, love you. Now do the dishes. Angie, I'm not gonna ask you again. Now, mom's not too good with being all touchy-feely, but I know what she meant. She was saying, I got you. Hi, mijo. Can you help with your demon sibling? I'm trying to make carnitas over here. Yeah, yeah. How's work? Be more specific. Okay, um, let's hear about job number two. Bad choice. Job number one was better. Emails and desk stuff. Job two was a mess. Literally. Miss McConnell's house is too damn big for one person to clean, and I don't know how she makes so much trash living all by herself like that. And the bathroom? Believe me, you don't want to know. And I don't want to tell you. Ugh. She's a nice lady, though. More importantly, she tips like she's going to die tomorrow. <laughs> That's nice. Hey, Mom. I got something to talk to you about. Oh, Lord, I'm scared. You get detention? It was Chewie's fault, wasn't it? Mom, not everything is Chewie's fault. So you did get detention? No. Actually, kind of the opposite. I've got some good news. Oh? Hit me. Do you remember that essay contest Mr. Lopez had me enter last month? The one I was stressed about? Uh, I think so. <sighs> Which one was it again? He has y'all entering something every other day, feels like. The one about courage? The big national one? Yeah, I remember. Did you write about surviving your abuelita for 12 years? <laughs> nah, but hey, I won first place. Excuse me? Yeah, I won a scholarship and a trip. Oh! <laughs> Mijo, I'm so proud of you. So proud. Oh my god, and you're going to Baltimore? To Boston. Ah! <laughs> Even better. I agree. 
I'm gonna have to take time off from my jobs. Oh, so you're just assuming I'm taking you? <laughs> Who else you taking? You gonna wheel your abuelo on the plane? He wouldn't even know he was in Boston. And that right there, that was a big thing I was afraid of. See, there's one person I wanted to know about my essay contest more than anyone. And he was just the one person I couldn't tell. Is Abuelo in his room? Yeah, why? I wanted to tell him about this, but... But what? He'll shoot through the roof! You know he always wanted to be a writer himself. Do you think I could tell him without showing him the essay? Aw, no way. Writing is important to him, you know. Why wouldn't you want to show him? Mom, I wrote about coming out as gay. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. Maybe I can just say I want something. I don't have to get into all the details. I mean, he's nosy. And it's not like he has anything better to do with these days. He'll definitely wonder why he's not allowed to see it. I was thinking that too. How do you think he would react to reading it? Hi, Julian. He's from a different time. The way he was raised, it's not like how it is these days. That bad, huh? I can't speak for him. I can't say I know for sure, but... Has he, like, said anything to you about gay people before? Like, anything at all? You know... I... One time when I was a teenager, we were in the barrio, and there was this one guy, and we all loved him. His name was Edgar. Real flamboyant. Flamboyant? Was that offensive or something? <laughs> I honestly don't know. Well, don't interrupt me with things you don't know. Anyway, Edgar was real out there. Never called himself gay. People didn't do that much back then, especially where we grew up. So what did he call himself? He called himself Edgar. Abuelo was with me one time. We ran into him at the ice cream parlor. Edgar came up and said hi. He was wearing something crazy. Mid-drift out, booty shorts. Sounds normal these days. I'll take it from you. And y'all were friends? Oh, mijo. We were besties. Did each other's hair and all that. But I never brought him around abuelo because men can be like that. They want to be tough. And sometimes they say mean things to people who are different. So what did abuelo say to him at the ice cream place? Nothing. He shook his hand. And after he walked away, Dad leaned in and said, Guys like that are living dangerous. They live like that and they get sick and die. It's not healthy. It's not right. Oh. So we took it as an HIV slash AIDS thing. Yep. It was a big thing back then. A lot of people did die. People didn't know what to think yet. Did Edgar die? You know, I... I wish I knew. He got on a bus one day and headed to the big city. We lost touch. I like to think he's okay out there, and that he kept his hair long. <laughs> Sounds like Abuelo wasn't a fan. I didn't expect him to be. It's complicated, Julian. I don't think Abuelo hates anybody, and he doesn't have a mean bone in his body, but he grew up a certain way. A lot of people from his generation did, and they just don't understand it. But didn't he raise you like that? How come you don't think that way? Well, how come you and me don't think the same about everything? People are their own people. And anyway, I had Edgar, you know? Sometimes I think you just need one friend. 
You just need to know that one person and it changes everything. You want good things for them, so you change your mind about stuff. I did anyway. Did Edgar go to church with you? Hell no. His family was Protestant. Can you believe that? Forget being gay. Now that's the freaky thing. A Mexican Protestant. It's like a fish with legs. <laughs> it's nice to know you've held on to at least a few prejudices. Keeps you human. <laughs> Prejudice has nothing to do with it. Just confusion. It's none of my business. Live and let live, I say. That's how I do things. Do you think maybe if Abuelo knew he had a gay grandson, it might change his mind? Well, his mind is another thing, mijo. You know, he barely knows where he is sometimes. I mean, there are days where he's real sharp, just like he used to be, and he knows everything. But it really depends on the day. If you told him, he might not even understand. Homophobia, dementia... Sounds like he might not understand in more than one direction. You gonna put that in your next award-winning essay? Can you win a trip somewhere warm like Cancun? <laughs> I'll do my best to make it happen for us. <laughs> but really, what should I do here? I'm not telling you not to do it. I'm just letting you know where I think he's at with things. It's up to you, mijo. Man, I hate when it's up to me. Either way, you should know he loves you and he's proud of you. I appreciate that. I guess I'm just scared. I was scared before I told you, you know? Maybe it's the same thing. You were scared to tell me? Did you put that in your essay? <gasps> I, my son is bad-mouthing me in his literature. It's scary for most people regardless, isn't it? Also, yeah, sorry, it was in the essay. Oh, they're gonna give me dirty looks at the fancy dinner in Boston. <laughs> Who said anything about there being a fancy dinner? Well, if there isn't one, they're cheapskates. <laughs> but yeah, I was scared. I know this other guy at school who came out to his parents and they disowned him. That's horrible. But that's how it is sometimes. That's the kind of stuff you have to think about. You had to know I wasn't going to do that. Maybe not, but what I'm saying is it, it's scary. It's scary to say something that could change the way people see you. Even people you're related to. Sheesh, people in your own house. I understand. You have to see Abuelo every day. Right. What if it gets weird? I can't lie to you, Julian. There's a chance it might. I'm not inside his head. That's what I'm worried about. Pika, you in the kitchen? Yes, Papa. Making carnitas, your favorite. Oh, good, good. <laughs> hey, Abuelo. Julian, come here. Remember how men hug? Ah, put your hand out. <laughs> I remember, Abuelo. You taught me. Well, and then just lap each other on the back. <laughs> just like that, yeah. You remember? Marty? Mika? Where's Marty? Angie, Papa. Her name is Angie. Marty? Where are you? I was weighing my options in my room. I thought that maybe if I read my essay over again, it would tell me something new. Or maybe it wasn't as brutally honest as I remembered. Man, what did I even write? 
Every morning, I walk through metal detectors. My day always starts off like that. With the question being asked, what are you hiding? I'm proud of where I'm from. I'm proud of my school, but the truth is it can be scary. There are police in our hallways. Kids get searched for weapons without warning. From the outside looking in, there's plenty to be afraid of. But I always felt right at home. Until one day when I realized I actually was hiding something. Something that if I got caught with it, might get me in trouble. I used to think it would be easier for me to hide forever. I didn't want to complicate things. I didn't want to be looked at differently. I can't say why I changed my mind one day. I just knew I had to come out. I had to tell my friends who I was. I couldn't keep going the way I was going. Now, in my world, well, in Chicano world, being a man is an important full-time job. You've got to be strong. You've got to be serious. I knew I had every reason to try and fit in. In middle school, before I knew I was supposed to hide this part of me, I was bullied for not being masculine enough. It wasn't anything huge, but it was the music I liked, the way I talked, but it was enough to get the book slapped out of my hands. It was enough to call me slurs. I didn't tell my teachers or my family because I was too embarrassed. I thought that being bullied was proof that I was failing at being a boy. Boys don't get bullied. Boys stick up for themselves, and boys fight back. For a long time, I did my best. I tried to be one of the guys, even if I didn't feel like I was being my true self. I thought I was supposed to at least try. But the thing about trying that hard, though, is that eventually it wears you out. It makes you tired. I was trying to make my life easier by hiding, but hiding was making my life harder. When you leave a big part of yourself at the door, you get lonely. I had friends, I had family at home, but I felt like I was all alone. So I had to choose, be brave enough to be myself or stay tired, stay lonely forever. Now. That's the thing about courage. It can feel so scary having to take a risk, to take a leap, but sometimes not taking it is even scarier. Hey, Julian, what are you doing all by yourself? I'd like to call myself brave, but honestly, I just did what I knew I had to do. So I started small. I told my best friend, Idema, because I knew she'd understand. Idema, I'm gay. I thought I knew how she'd react, but the time between telling her and her reaction still felt like forever. It wasn't just that it was my best friend. It was the first time I'd ever said it out loud. It was like coming out to, my, to myself, too. Oh, I'm so glad you felt comfortable telling me that. You know I always got your back. Suddenly, there was someone else who knew. Someone who had met the real me and still accepted me. That opened my whole world up, no matter what anyone else said. I knew it was possible now. I knew there would be people out there to love me. Come on, we're gonna be late to English. Now, that's the other thing about courage. Without even saying it, Irma let me know she wasn't ashamed of me. I knew there would be people who wouldn't want to be seen with me after I came out. 
But in life, we help each other be brave. Now, Idma gave me that right away. I knew then I could come out to my other friends, no matter how it went. Hey, Jesse. What's good? Now, telling my friend Chui was different from Idma. I genuinely didn't know how he'd react. We'd been friends since, like, kindergarten. And he was one of those guys I talked about earlier. He knew how to be one of the boys. Yo, Chui. I have something I want to tell you. Oh, shit. He's all serious. Chewy, I'm gay. <laughs> no mames, boy. Chewy, I'm serious. Oh, damn. For real? For real. The valleys were the worst parts. The ones that open up between saying something important and the other person saying something back. It was like anything could happen. And I just had to hope it was something good instead of something bad. Hey, man. If that's you, then that's you. You know? Really? You, you mean it? Sure. Like, be yourself, bro. Who cares? I mean, I cared. But it was still a way better reaction than I could have hoped for. In his own way, that was Choi telling me he loved and supported me. I didn't need him to react just like eat in my head. I just needed to know he'd be there. Okay, cool. When I heard the word courage, I wasn't sure this story fit at first. I didn't change the world. It's not like I carried someone out of a burning building. But sometimes, maybe even most times, the decisions we make for ourselves can positively impact others. Now, before I came out, I thought of all the people who'd come out before me. It was a comforting thought. And maybe me being where I'm from, being a part of the macho culture, being a Chicano guy from Texas, I could help someone else be brave too by telling my story. Man, I can't show up with none of this. So I figured, hey, Irma helped me out when I really needed it back then. Maybe she knew what to do. Hey. Irma, yo, how's it going? Hey, Julian. I mean, you know, not to differ from when I saw you a couple hours ago. <laughs> What's up? Yeah, I get you. Hey, I'm having a problem and I was wondering if I could ask you about it. Sure, but... Nothing too crazy, okay? My brain is fried from algebra, and my mom has me on tamale duty tonight. I cannot mess them up again. She'll kill me. Hey, damn. I don't know. It might be too complicated then. <laughs> so, I want to tell Abuelo about my essay contest, but the essay is about me coming out. Uh-huh. And I'm not out to Abuelo. You think he'll react badly? I mean... My mom didn't outright say that, but she basically said that. Yeah. Stuff about him being from a different time. Well, he is. Yeah, he definitely is. What do you know about him? Know about him? Yeah, like, as a person? Is he the kind of person who might get upset about it? It wasn't until that moment that I realized I didn't know that much about Abuelo at all. 
Huh. He's from Chihuahua? I know that. Don't know which town. Ooh, he worked his ass off at a Mexican restaurant for a long time. He sent mom to college. And <laughs> he laughs a lot. <laughs> mom did say he wanted to be a writer, too. I never thought about it like that. I mean, he doesn't speak great English and his mind isn't all there anymore. But I don't know. I guess we don't do much sitting down and talking. But you love him, right? Yeah, yeah, of course I do. He's important to me. It's just complicated. Sometimes it feels like we live in different worlds or speak different languages. You kind of do, don't you? I can relate. Abuela tried to get me to explain social media to her the other day. Who are those people in your phone? You do not want to know how it went. Yeah. I guess I'm not sure. It's more than Mexico and more than age. It just feels like there's this big gap between us. Okay, writer man. Getting dramatic. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Look, I'm no life coach. But maybe before you come out to him... You should have a real conversation with him. You know, you're both writers, right? Talk about that. Yeah, I could try that. But it's going to be awkward. Why would it be awkward? Do I just approach him and be like, Hey, abuelo, let's sit down and talk about life. <laughs> <laughs> I love that your essay is about not feeling like you're one of the guys, but you're being a total guy right now. Embrace having feelings, Julian. Hmm. I appreciate it. Thanks. Speaking of guys, I think I'll ask Chewie what to do too. So I can do the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like the kind of situation Chewie has never had to think about in his entire life. Maybe the outsider perspective will be valuable. <laughs> <laughs> well, please tell me what he says. I am dying to hear about it. Will do. Thanks, Ima. Talk to you soon. Something? Yeah, I couldn't take it anymore. Understandable. A lot of people have that reaction to me. It's natural. I actually wanted to ask you for some advice. Wait, really? You sound surprised. It's not every day. A famous author asks us regular folks for our thoughts. I guess I'm kind of honored. The scholarship is like 500 bucks, Chewy. Wait! Not how scholarship work. You have to spend it on the school. Oh. For real? For real. Man. <laughs> now I just feel sorry for you. Can I ask my question now? Shoot. So, my essay is about coming out, right? I want to tell Abuelo that I won, but I don't want him to read it. Because you don't want him to find out? Exactly. Just be like, hey, Abuelo, I won this big essay contest. I'm kind of a big deal now. And then keep it moving. Mm-mm. Won't work. Mom said he'll definitely want to read it. Didn't say... You can't read it, though. It's private. Be serious. I am! Okay, now seriously, try something else. All right, all right. You could just be like... Yo, old man! I'm gay! That's what's up! You ever thought of giving advice professionally? It's crossed my mind. 
Anything else I can help you with? Nah, nah, nah. I, I think you solved it. Another job well done. Yeah, yeah. You're amazing. Thanks, Juice. <laughs> You're making me blush. Yeah, see you tomorrow. Later. It's a wild thing. You can be related to someone by blood. You can live under the same roof. And you can still not know the first thing about them. I wanted to fix that. Oh, good. Just in time to take over dish duty. Did you forget that was still your job, Mr. Ryder? Man, everyone is stuck on this big shot Ryder thing. That's fine for everyone, as long as you remember you still have chores. All right, all right. I'm doing the dishes. Hey, can I ask you something? Sure. You wash, I dry. So, I've been thinking about Abuelo. Wow. This means a lot to you, huh? Yeah, but Irma made a good point. Sounds like something Irma would do. She basically said, I want him to know this thing about me, but I barely know anything about him. He's your abuelo. Yeah, and I know that, but we don't really have conversations, you know? Like, we hug, and we say we're doing good, and maybe we watch TV, but that's it. Sounds like family to me. <laughs> but I get you. You want to share this big moment with him, but you haven't shared much with each other in general. Something like that, yeah. What's stopping you from asking? I don't know. Does it make sense to come out of nowhere like, hey, I want to talk to you about you? People like sharing things about themselves. They just don't usually get the chance. Some people are waiting for a question like that. Yeah? You got any cool stories about you and Abuelo? Oh, boy, do I. You know, especially back in the day, he was razor sharp. And nobody wanted to mess with him because he knew how to put people in their place. How so? Okay. I had this professor at community college, right? And your abuelo busted his ass to get me there. And this professor thought of himself as God's gift. I was working and tired. So I fell asleep one time in his class and he was so mean to me from then on. Ooh, what was the subject? Something about business or economy, real boring. The professor started picking on me, calling me names. One time he spoke extra slow to me, like I wouldn't understand otherwise. Whoa, you didn't beat his ass? No, I needed the class credit. <laughs> anyway, I tell dad about it one day because I was so stressed out. And you know what he does? He shows up to class the next day without me knowing, had no idea he was going to do that, and he wanted to give this man a talking to. Oh, shit. Uh, language, please. Sorry. Oh, dang. Anyway, the classroom is full, and here's this little Mexican man ready to tell this professor what's what. And the professor does his usual condescending shit like, Sir, may I help you? Oh, so you get to curse. That's right. You get to when you pay rent. So, Abuelo, you know his English isn't perfect, but he puts his finger up and says, You apologize to my daughter. You're treating her wrong. Then what? Then the professor goes, Sir, do you know who I am? Ugh, what an ass. But then Abuelo turns to the class and says, Somebody help this man. He doesn't know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> the whole room is busting out laughing. Ah, it was incredible. <laughs> oh, man, Abuelo didn't play. 
He sure didn't. Do you think he remembers that? I honestly don't know what he remembers, mijo. That makes me sad. It makes me sad, too. Dementia is this terrible thing. Sometimes I feel like I don't know who this man is, like it's not dad at all. You know this person like the back of your hand and they start fading away. Sometimes I want to ask this person, can dad please come back? That's horrible. Yeah, but he's still dad and we're going to take good care of him while we still got him. That's what family does, right? I think so. Thanks, mom. Do you know if he's still up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he reads, you know. He still does. He reads and he watches movies. He reads more than I do, I think. I think I'm going to go up and talk to him. You should. He'd like that. How many times do we have to come out in life before it's enough? It's something I didn't think about when I came out to my friends. Like, am I even out or am I still in the closet? They don't teach you this stuff in school. Maybe I'm overthinking it. I do that a lot. But don't we all keep some things to ourselves? How much of another person do we need to know before we really know them? I guess it all starts with talking. And even though it feels like we speak different languages, <laughs> literally, I was going to do my best with my abuelo. Hey, abuelo. Hey, come in. I'm listening to my music. Cool. I guess I was just thinking, so I'm trying to be a writer, right? So I wanted to write about my family more. So I was wondering if I could ask you some questions. Oh, sure, sure. A writer, huh? You got that from me? <laughs> That's what mom said. I wanted to ask, where are you from? What was it like? Mm, grew up in Coyame, real little town in Chihuahua. You never been to Chihuahua, huh? Uh, it used to be real dangerous. My mom was a waitress, had eight kids. Eight kids? Wow. Yep, eight of us. Four boys, four girls even. They stayed in Mexico. I'm the one who came here, you know, and, and met your abuela. How did you get here? Well, knew some folks who knew how to get here across the border. Whoa, without documents? Yeah, that's right. Couldn't find work for a while. I was doing labor, uh, fixing houses, any job. Weren't you scared? Nah, not really. There were lots of us like that. And you helped each other? Sure. So, how did you meet Abuela? <sighs> I was working in the restaurant. Real Mexican restaurant, you know, great food. I was in the kitchen and she was a waitress. And y'all started dating? Eh, not for a while. She thought I was real stupid. <laughs> stupid? How? Uh, I was a kid. Stupid like kids are stupid, yeah? But, but she liked that I was a writer. I started writing her notes, love poems. No way. 
And it worked? Oh, she loved those. Um, what else did you write? Uh, you know, all sorts of things. Lots of poems, short stories. Do you have any I can read? Hey, I want to show you something. What is it? Give me a moment. You see this? A box? Did you keep your writing in there? No, no, no. What is it? I kept all these rejection letters. These are people rejecting your writing? Yep. I was gonna get published and mail them all back. <laughs> that would have been funny. Sure would. <laughs> but why do you still have them? Never got in the newspaper or nothing, but but I held on to them. Don't they make you sad or mad or anything? Uh, not really. My English was real bad. Don't know what I was thinking writing in English, but I tried a lot. Uh, I think it's funny. I think it's cool that you kept trying. I did. And you were well, I liked my stories. I always kept the letters. I didn't think about why after a while. Uh, just kept them. I mean, trying is half the battle with writing, isn't it? Sure. I want to be published one day. Oh, you might get some letters too. Yeah, honestly. It scares me I don't handle rejection well. Uh, it's not personal. They don't know you. They don't know nothing about you. So don't worry about it. I guess they don't, do they? Uh, well, someone might like it anyway. You only need one person. Yeah, just gotta find those people who do. Right. Hey, Abuelo, can I ask you something else? Sure, mijo. What's the bravest thing you ever did? Mm, brave, huh? Hmm. Yeah. Ah, it's hard to say. English, yeah, English. English was very brave. English? English. You don't speak the language, you don't get anything. People treat you however. It, it's like you're not even there. You speak it so well now. Sure, I better speak it well, you know. Years and years. But you felt lonely here, I bet. Uh, Sometimes, yes. I had a lot of people, Mexicans, people from further south to talk with. But sometimes it was hard. People think you're stupid. Being able to say what you mean is really important. Yes. You think I'm smarter than you? I don't sound like it, but I am. And it don't matter. Makes you mad, but it's funny too. You think, buddy, if you spoke my language, I'd have you crying. <laughs> <sighs> I never thought about it. I guess I am lucky. Lucky? Sure. That's how I raised your mom. I said, she's gonna know Perfect English. And it all worked out. It did? So, do you have any questions for me? Um, you got friends in school? You got a girlfriend? <laughs> friends, yes. Girlfriend, no. Uh, it will happen. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, you won't see it coming, but it will happen. Eh, it takes time. 
I like my friends a lot. I've got good ones. They're going to college? My best friend, Irma, she's definitely going. She's super smart. I'm not sure about Chewy. He'll be all right, though. He's got street smarts. That kind of guy. You gotta go to college. I always told your mom that. When she went, I felt like a real father. I'm definitely going, yeah. I'm going to study creative writing. Good, good. But you got to practice a lot. Read a lot. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Abuelo. Anytime, mijo. Hey, Abuelo. Y yeah? Can, can we talk more often? Sure. I'll be here. How'd it go? Good. Mom, you never told me Abuelo was undocumented. Oh, yeah. I didn't know myself for a long time. What did you think when he told you? Yeah, it was pretty common where we lived. I didn't think too much about it, but it must have been hard for him. I never knew that. It makes me see things completely different. It makes me see our whole family in a new way. Well... It's amazing what you can learn in one conversation. Yeah, it's funny. Here I was thinking I was going to tell him something about me. Oh, so you didn't? No, like, I wanted to. It's just I thought maybe I would. It just didn't fit. It's not like you'll never get another chance. He's right upstairs. Yeah, that's sort of what I was thinking. I should talk to him more. Hear more about his life. I know he'd like that. But I'm not so sure how many chances I'll get. Oh? He sounded completely normal just now, but I wonder how long he'll remember everything. He does forget a lot more often. Right. But that's how it is with everyone, Julian. We don't have anyone forever. <sighs> so sad to think about. So we have to make the most of the time we get, right? Right. Hey. <sighs> I'm going to bed. I'm beat. Hey, Mom? Yeah? I love you. Love you too, mijo. Now you let me know what to pack for Boston, all right? Hey! Mom! Hey! Mom! Hey! How things go with the old man? Yeah, Julian, did you figure everything out? You never told me what Chewie said either. I gave great advice. <laughs> Citation needed. Man, I am so underappreciated around here. 
Hey, Chewie gave advice. I'll say that much. <laughs> so, what happened? We just talked. Yeah? Was it a good talk? He told me more about his life and where he comes from. Ah, so you took my advice then. <laughs> I mean, it was neck and neck with Chewie's butt. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> and C5 helped y'all out again. He told me he was undocumented. I had no idea. Bro, do you know where you live? We all got family like that. I didn't know. That's so cool that he told you. Did you tell him anything? Nah, it didn't really come up. Didn't come up? So what's the point? I think the point is there's a lot two people don't know about each other. That's deep. Maybe it's more of a conversation than a statement, you know? He is such a writer. He is such a pussy. Ugh. <laughs> like take Chewie, for example. Maybe he has secret dreams and passions that we don't know about. <laughs> yeah, you mean like anime. <laughs> I don't hide my passion for anime. <laughs> right, sorry. <sighs> but thanks, guys. Y'all both really helped me out. Anytime, Julian. I wouldn't say anytime. But you got it, man. <laughs> so this problem I had, I guess I didn't really resolve it. Oh, we're late. Peace. Yeah, see ya. But maybe that's all right. Maybe I don't have to come out to everyone all at once. Or maybe I don't have to come out to everyone at all. Maybe we never stop figuring ourselves out. Never stop learning new things. And maybe if you want to be known, we should get to know other people too. Hi, Julian. What's going on? It's a conversation. Love and Gravity is presented by Vive Healthcare and produced by Harley and Company. This episode, Essay, was written by John Paul Bramer and stars the following people in order of appearance. Sebastian Alexander Gonzalez as Julian Navarrete, Gilbert Aguirre as Chewy, Julian Mercado as Irma, Eden Espinoza as Gloria Navarrete, Rafael Siegler as Ernesto Navarrete. This series is executive produced by Sarah Hall and directed by Jalen Levingston. Casting by Victor Vasquez, Sound design, scoring, and mix by Jeff Schmidt, and audio production by Rob Corso. Music supervision by Javier Nuno and Joe Rodriguez. Produced by Olivia Hall and Jeff Mercado. Assistant directed by Joy Marie Thomas. And introduction by Tonatiu. Theme music by Me Llamo Sebastián. Hello.